What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 218. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, Thanksgiving, our Aunt Margaret, Park Talk, Work Talk, PlayStation 5, History Podcast, Live Resin, High School Football, and a bunch of other shit in between. Thanks for checking us out. podcast with Mo. What up? I'm joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, back again recording this actually on Thanksgiving. Just so y'all know, that's how dedicated we are to I the know. craft. I was telling my wife, I was like, man, I'm pretty sure we got to do the podcast. She's like, you serious? I was like, we'll make it a quickie. Yeah. It'll probably be quick because I ain't fucking shit happen to me. Um, and also, I just assumed this is still your only day off work. Pretty much. I, was like, so I didn't want to. I mean, I was like, well, I think we have to. It's like the only guaranteed day off. Yeah. All right. So I was like, I think we got to stick with the Thursday schedule. Um, so first off, to make it where someday Snappy cannot have a work schedule, we need a good 10,000 people to donate to our Patreon. So you could just help get that ball rolling by going to patreon.com slash a podcast mo and uh you can give money any amount of money will get you early access to the podcast like you could already be listening to the newest music episode that comes out this friday that also features snappy and skinny and uh you could already be listening to that shit so i mean that that would be cool and then if you gave enough money it would be like my mother uh hurricane haynes marshall darman bear and powwow and be co-producers and just be fucking kicking ass hell um, yeah we also have a merch shop. I know uh, someone hit me up this week asking about the merch shop. It is uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash apodcastmo. Um, you can go there and get a t-shirt or hat or I don't know, whatever the fuck you want. And uh, that'd be Coffee cool too. mugs, mouse pads, beanies. Yeah, we've got all kinds of shit. I think they have face masks now too. Oh yeah? Uh, now that that's a thing, but uh, I don't know if I have to go set that up. I haven't really logged in in a long time. Probably since I got this new computer, so I should probably go fuck with that. Huh. Um, anyway, as you can tell, I'm really invested in the merch shop. <laughs> Hell yeah! And there's not a lot too. You just fucking set it up. I mean, right. kind of let it go. Um, yeah. So I had a pretty lazy uh, week. Uh, I had two Thanksgiving moments or two Thanksgiving days, I guess. Uh, I went to my parents came up Saturday. No, no, my parents came up Sunday, and we cooked steaks, and then I made some potatoes with broccoli and some green beans and you Hell know, yeah. salad shit. And uh, and we ate that, and that was real good. I hung out with my parents. Um, and then today I went down to Antlers, Oklahoma with my wife for, I only went a few hours. My wife's still down there with her whole family and ate another kind of meal. They didn't, there was going to be this huge, awesome feast. And I was like real excited about it because I love, I mean, out of like all the things my wife brings to the table, it's her family's Thanksgiving dinner. Like it's fucking (laughs) awesome compared to uh, my family's. And so I'm always really excited about it. Um, but her grandparents are getting up there, you know, like too old to be uh, going to the grocery store and yeah. they just couldn't do it this week. You know, it was just a bad week. So all the plans kind of fell through, which was fine. And then I was like, I'll cook whatever, like, and I'll bring it. Like, right. I don't think y'all understand. Like, y'all think, oh, no, no, no. And I'm like, but like, I cook every fucking meal every day. Like, right. that's just how my life is. Um, So they, they were like, no, we're going to eat. Chicken spaghetti, which is one of my top five le- least favorite meals of all time. Um, we can get into that later if you'd like. I don't know your opinion on chicken spaghetti. Um, guess what? It still tastes the same today like it did fucking when I ate it 12 years ago and decided no, I'm never man, I again. want meat sauce or ground meat or, you know. I just don't understand this whole, like, fucking rotel queso flavor ass with chicken and spaghetti. I, it just doesn't mix together. For me. Right. Anyway, and so they said there's going to be that and a broccoli salad. And I was like. Well, then I'm not fucking going. That's, That's why white people food. Right. And so I told Goopy, I said, well, I'm not going. Yeah. Right. And then uh, she started kind of giving me shit. Well, I thought she was cool with that. But then when Skinny was over the other day, she kind of made this comment. Like, I was like, oh, maybe she's not cool with me not going. So I was like, hey, I can go. And she was like, oh, if you want to, you know, one of those things. And uh, so I was like, well, I'm going to make fucking dressing. Or I made, so I made her grandma's dressing because then me and Coopy, so I actually had three meals. Me and Coopy yesterday made our own mini Thanksgiving meal because she wanted green bean casserole and she wasn't get that anyone that's like her favorite. So I made that and I made a grandma's dressing. Turned out okay. You yeah. know, I made two different pans, one for them today, and then I made one yesterday for me. 
So I ended up bringing that. And then her grandma wanted to make some chicken breast. So we ended up having this like makeshift mini Thanksgiving meal today in spite of their fucking chicken spaghetti. So I kind of, in a way, saved Thanksgiving. And then um, I learned also that poultry seasoning is KFC seasoning. So you know like when you're eating KFC original yeah. recipe and you're like, yeah, but that shit tastes like KFC. That's the poultry seasoning, man. Oh, yeah? Because I put too much of that shit in the stuffing, but I was like, this shit's pretty good because it tastes like KFC breading. So anyone out there, if y'all so, need to know what that is. My stuffing turned out really good today. I took some of uh, the, the cheap biscuits. Yeah. Took some of those after they was cooked and tore them up. And then I took a sheet of cornbread. Yep. And crumble that up, and you know, it's got chicken broth, eggs, celery, onions. So far, exactly what I did. A little bit of salt, pepper. You gotta have sage and poultry seasoning. I didn't do the poultry seasoning. And then that's how we, I guess, the only thing different. Um, I will say, I one of them I just put straight in the oven, and then. It didn't turn out as good, the mine, but the one I took today, I stirred it real good right before putting it in the oven. Yeah. Made a big fucking difference. So I think that's also my, for next Dude, year, people. Mine, mine turned out really well. Uh, uh, Both turkeys I cooked turned out really well. I had two 10-pound turkeys that were free. I was given one. I know. Then, I was hoping you were going to show the big old turkey leg or something today. Oh, I could have. But, yeah. you know, I'm on a beggar. So, so. Uh, I have a brining method where I brine in a vinegar, salt water, and spice bath overnight. And I, I believe you talked about this before. Yeah, and be then uh, today I tried to deep fry my first turkey. I didn't try, I did. Right. And it was super simple, super easy. I used to love a deep fried turkey. And uh, so half the people, the decision was split. Half the people liked the fried turkey better, half liked the original brine and not have been doing. Right. I mean, so I don't hate any kind you know right. i've had a good every kind of turkey but i do remember back when uh you know i'm both sides of my family got a million fucking cousins i'm one of those people and so i we used to have every year would be like a big fucking family thanksgiving thing like this whole small family shit that i do now as an adult is not how i grew up i grew right. up like whether my mom's family was doing a big fucking thing at a written out of place or my or our family yeah. was doing a big thing written out of place and uh I fucking would love it when someone showed with a deep fried turkey. I'd be like, oh, fuck, it's going down. Yeah, see, it was so usually Mikey, wasn't it, to show up with deep fried, wasn't it? Could be. I mean, my mom's family would be a little more because there was my my mom's stepdad. He's my, my papa, like, you know, my whole yeah. life. But it's my mom's stepdad had a sister who had kids, you know, so it was like one of those, like my mom's cousins people. But they were a little more high class, so they would show up with like, Oh, we got these two turkeys deep fried to bring here. And we'd be like, oh. okay, cool. Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hell yeah. I'm not turning it down. Um, so I remember that happening a lot. And then later on, say my Uncle Bobby uh, on my mom's side would also show up with some. Um, which, speaking of Uncle Bobby, I mean, it's super sad news, but uh, one of my favorite relatives passed away just a couple days ago, That's, yesterday. I know. It was actually. sad news. Um, she had a stroke a few days ago as our Aunt Margaret. Um, I don't know her whole full backstory, but in general, what I know is that our uncle Bobby is the oldest of the eight siblings that our parents were, uh, you know, of our dads. And he went into the army or Navy. One right. or two. I don't fucking know. And a long time ago. And I don't know if he met Margaret stationed in Germany or if it was a coincidence that he was in the military and she was German. But anyway, this chick is German. No, I'm. Pr- I thought he no, might met like, her on base. Like, could well, be. One I mean, that's staged. what I would have assumed. Because, like I said, she's not like one of these people that like live in America. They're like, oh, I'm German. I like eating sausage, but I speak like a fucking American. No, right. like she spoke like she was fucking brought to America. I, I, mean, Operation I had Paper to say, Plan. huh, until I got it. What I, you know, I mean, but. I remember Margaret. I mean, I always had fun with Margaret. She would give you shit, and she would tell you straight up what she thought. No fucks given. I loved it. Right. I mean, I'll be honest. I She was nice to me compared to a lot of people. For some reason, I mean, I, I understand why my dad uh, is the youngest of all the siblings. So when he was like a teenager, he would go stay with them for the summer because they were like 30-year-old yeah. fucking people because that's how it was. There was a pretty big gap. And um, so... My dad had that relationship. And then also they have a daughter who never comes around. I don't even know her name. Um, you know, and then that daughter has a son who looks a lot like me. Like we have a resemblance. Uh, was it not Kelly? Or? Yeah, his name is Kelly. And that's why I always assumed I'm probably maybe German somewhere. Because I was like, well, he's clearly part German. <laughs> and then uh, so anyway, uh, she's always been nice to me. I think cause I look like Kelly. She's always super nice to me. But you know me, I'm a jokester and prankster. Right. And so I mean, if I stepped out, I should get on to me. But fair. 
But, uh, right. If you make I a laugh, always, that was probably the, key, the always, best way to do it. I always had a great time with that, Margaret. Yeah. I loved, uh, and was, I'm bringing up again later, but I, I used to love when she would give Rusty shit. For some reason, I don't know if maybe Rusty was her favorite and that's the way she showed it. But I, she, for some reason, would always just pick and poke at Rusty. And as him being the one a few years older than me, and, you know, if I did that, he would get real mad. But getting to see her do it as this old German lady. Right. You're like, oh, you so just had to take funny. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, Rusty, you look like a pussy man, huh? huh? <laughs> she <laughs> would, too. Straight up. Now, I heard her say some racist shit. Uh, no, I, I'm not trying to spark her. She grew up in fucking Germany and like world post World War II era, right. you know. So like, she has a different way of growing up. But she was saying some shit about uh this lady, um, and I I just asked her. I was like, why would you think that way? Well, you know, and I was kind of just pushing her on it, and she was like, when I came to America, everyone hate Germany, everyone, and I get through it. They hate on me. I learn your language. Uh, I speak your... You don't see me saying press three for German. And I'd be like, fuck. And I understood her point. I only got it. I was like... Oh, oh dude, I, I heard that same speech. <laughs> and I was like... It's word for word, man. I, I honestly think the way I just said, like, they don't like... German. Like, yeah. I was like, that's exactly how, they, how she said that shit. I forgot she always would say, what's wrong, you pussy? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, so... Um, and she always told Colton every time I brought him around, you're the little knuckle biter. Always bite my knuckles when you a baby. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my son, you know, he don't remember that shit. Right. So, and also it's people like, she's like your size. Oh yeah. I mean, she, she was an intimidating woman, but she was so sweet and, uh, she's awesome. So. They got a, uh, I lived in Medill, you know, for two years or something. And, uh, her and Bobby got pretty offended that I didn't come over for dinner ever while I lived there. But I try to tell my parents to pass along. They're like, I'm not like that. Like, I'm just pretty introverted. Like, I would have people over for dinner or whatever. And if you invited me, sure, we'll make a deal of it. But, like, I'm not going to impose of, like, so what are y'all having for dinner Sunday? <laughs> like, that'd be fucking weird. So, uh, anyway, I guess I probably should have, you know, in hindsight. But um, I know my dad is very close to Bobby. That's probably who he's. I don't want to speak for him. I would say that's probably who he's closest to out of his siblings. Yeah. You know, like he'll, that's who he calls shit. So um, I know it's been hard for my dad as well right. over this. So, um, but I mean, not again, not trying to be cold about it. I just think it's always better when someone's older and they pass, right? And you have all these good memories. Right. I'm like, I don't think you'd be too sad about the situation. Um, all right. So I noticed you had Thanksgiving dinner super late and I thought that was kind of weird. I've never heard well, of anyone eating dinner Thanksgiving dinner late. To me, it's well, always a afternoon noon thing. Here's the deal: we all came. Where we all come from? Uh, I guess you could say broken families, where no one growing up, no one mom side or dad side wanted to remove the dinner from noon. I'm like, why can't someone do it at noon and someone do it at two so everybody could go to everybody's thing? Right. But no one would budge. And me and my wife have talked about it, you know, and we got together with different households, you know, depending on what time we get the kids, it always fit our schedule. You know, there's, you know, different custody arrangements. Right. Do you eat uh, breakfast? We snack all day. Yeah. Because for me, I mean, in my memory, like I said, I don't think I've ever eaten Thanksgiving later than two o'clock ever. Yeah. Well, we do it at five. That way we can all work around it. Right. I mean, I'm, I think your reasoning makes total sense. I, <laughs> I get mean, it. But that's I'm just saying in like my 32 years of living, I would say it's always earlier. And then so I've never eaten breakfast on the morning of a Thanksgiving because it's like you better be fucking hungry. When that but what I'm saying, out. no one would budge off the noon time. Right. And I found it so disturbing. And why like why can't someone do it a couple hours apart? Why? Well, and I also think it's weird that I mean, again, I don't have kids. I don't not divorce from someone, you know, the share right. discussing all that. Uh but I view it the way I view in law stuff, like, all right, well, this year's with this person. I don't think everyone gets everyone every year. Like just choose the one you want to go to, and that's the one you go to. I I always found it quite annoying. Like my cousin Cameron, uh, he's six months younger than me, one of my, you know, good friends growing up. They would come to like Christmas and then they would leave halfway through it and not play Dirty Santa because their other side of his family, like uh, his mom's side, they had a thing too. So I had to go to that. I'm like, fucking just choose one and come to one one year and one to the other. Why are you fucking yeah. half coming every year? Because they all get mad. They get butt hurt. I guess. Dude, I, don't, I don't feel that No, way. it's true. They get butt hurt. 
I mean, I've done both of these things. <laughs> right. I know, um, like, I don't go to Warica ever, right? I don't talk to anyone there. And uh, my mom was like, yeah, some people said they, they don't know why they don't come around. I was like, I have no, I just don't have any desire really to, I'm not going on there. Now, my parents apparently got their permit today to build their liquor store. So maybe someday huh. I'll be down there to help my dad with a liquor store. But, Heck yeah. Um, we'll see how that goes. Podcast is about managing liquor. Oh, yeah. I mean, I told him, so if you make enough money, sure. But I guess be enough to like for me to convince Koopy because he ain't fucking having fucking work. I don't think. Got to work at public schools. <sighs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know about all that. Um, driving to Wichita every day. Let's say, I mean, yeah, you should live in another town and drive it. Um, I will say, I, we just went to the park right before you came over, me and the dog here. And Christmas ruins the park, it just ruins it. I know everyone else fucking loves it. I had to wait five minutes to get a parking spot. Because everyone, because they put in, all right, I guess got to back up for motherfuckers that don't live here. So we have this park that I go and walk the dog. It's a mile around or a mile and a half, depending on the little path to take. And uh, so it's perfect for walking a dog. And then people go and run there and shit and everything else. Uh, it's around a little reservoir, yeah. I think would be the correct name for that body of water. And um, very cool. Anyway, in the winter, they put up these fucking Christmas lots. And then they turn on these Christmas lots where everyone thinks, oh, it's awesome, all these Christmas lots around this park. And so when it gets dark, they have fucking people want to go there. Now, what's annoying is they put in this little fucking shed that's like a donation shed, and people work there, and they're going to take your money. But people are fucking idiots, and every single person stops there. And you're like, you don't have to stop. Just fucking drive. You don't have to go, well, hey, what's going on? Well, how much is it? It's not that. It's fuckers taking donations, but no. So what happens is it just moves. It's just fucking standstill. And then people that never, ever come to the park are like, well, I'm going to drive around the park. And so it took us forever just to park. Yeah. At the park. Well, you could come in the other way, can't you? What no, they, they have it blocked off. Oh, yeah, they, they have do. roadblocks and shit. So you only come in the one way. And then uh, once I finally got in, luckily, it honestly took that long because then someone left and I got to steal their spot. You all the go spots around back by the high school. Nope. And... Blocked off way, too. Damn. Mm-hmm. I'm dried, dried it off. And uh, when I went that way, I had him going the long way around and had going through it. And I was like, fucking pissed. That happened last year. Um, so anyway, I don't really like the Christmas light scenario at the park because it ruins my ability to walk my dog in a normal manner. Now, I guess the argument is go before it gets fucking dark. But I was mixing our music podcast and then I just didn't get done until it got dark. And I was like, fuck. And Hell then yeah. uh, so anyway, Christmas ruins the park. That's my new thought. Might be the title of this shit. Who knows? Uh, uh, I'm gonna finally uh here in a couple of weeks take uh my wife to see the lights and check to see. Yeah, I went a few years ago. It's about it's it's a straight shot the highway if I remember correctly. Um, because I went after visiting my parents, went up to Chickasha and then went from there to here. Right. Um, it's like three hours. It's like way longer than I thought it was from Chickasha to here. I don't know. Damn. I was like, it didn't make sense. It's like, but you're north, and it's this is on the other side of Lindsay, ain't it? I think it's a lot, well, a lot more, a lot than, more than that on the other yeah. side. <laughs> I think that's underselling it. Um, but yeah, we have this thing called the Festival of Lots. I'm sure other states and places have it as well. But it just got a lot of fucking Christmas lights. And honestly, the thing I like most about it is they have very good hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah, it's like so good. Um, now they also have like horse trough rides and shit, but I've never in my life gotten one of those horse trough. Yeah, or a horse carriage. Okay, I, don't know why I said trough. Uh, that's the horse trough did not really sound appealing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you like eat eat your <laughs> meals there and shit. Um so I've been extremely lazy lately, and it really is probably because of my PlayStation, I'm sure. But um I just can't find motivation. Like I barely get podcast mixed, I barely get any beats done. I have gotten a few to to just force myself. So now I'm like, well, maybe I should just really just be like, well, let's just take a month off, you know, cut the Patreon off for a month because you can do that. We don't need yeah. to charge. Um but then I was like, no, I don't want to do all that shit. Because I feel like I just got to at least pretend to keep it going. And eventually it all happens. I yeah. mean, I haven't missed anything yet. Uh, but I have noticed I've been super fucking lazy. I've been tired, man. It's like work's been whooping our ass. All these restaurants have been closed in town. Uh, Rib Crib was closed. Taco Bell was closed. For what? Uh, they had to close down for get uh, quarantines of people and clean up. and no. Oh. Torres, uh, yeah, we've just been getting slaughtered. Yeah, well, I've it's been trying mostly to, all window. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I mean, the last couple times I went to Mazio's, I'm just walking inside because you're fucking there are too many cars. I was like, I was gonna be fucking an hour before I met your window because y'all don't do like a oh, your order's not ready, pull up normally. It's yeah. like people just fucking sit there at the window until their order's ready, and it's like, 
And then, you know, I look inside and I get there and there's like a fucking mountain of 30 fucking orders. And it's like, well, yeah, because all the people are fucking just, I don't know. They're, you can't be Chick-fil-A. I get it. But it seems to be there has to be some sort of more efficient way. Like a drive through window and pizza doesn't really work. If we can, people we can barely get like fucking people to show up. Right. I'm, I'm sure. Which is weird because I thought fucking people need goddamn jobs. That's what I thought. Anyway, fucking nothing no. ever is. That's the last one we hired called in her first day. <laughs> that, I mean, could you just fire someone after? Like, listen, yeah. obviously this isn't right. going to yes. work out. Like, if you fucking call no, in the first day. No, I haven't day, seen her since. I already. Uh, <laughs> I was like, whatever. Like, if it's like, we have a three day policy, right? No, 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 no. First day. <laughs> if you miss the first day, no one, shit, man. Done. Uh, that's crazy. I remember, like, any job I'm at where in training, like in the first month or whatever. Uh, and someone tries to like give an excuse why they need to be like I, I was a trainer at my last job and uh, someone starts missing like one or two days in that first month and I'm just like well they're just not right. obviously isn't going to work out like they can't fucking come every day for a month but I, don't, I think that's a big deal shit I want you to get these fucking eight kids think they're going to fucking come every day for a week <laughs> yeah that'd be cool I guess for you um, oh so our cousin Rusty hit me up because he got a PlayStation 5 hell yeah and uh, I guess he has to send it in the Sony because it's all broken shit, which I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean he's sending it in, so I think it's too late by now. I don't think we listen to the podcast or whatever, but uh, he platinumed that Astros Playroom game that I was like, I ain't fucking wasting my time with this shit. So he could play it enough to do that, to platinum that game. And then uh, he said he tries to play Final Fantasy 15 because that was one of the games that came with like the old PS4 games. They gave you like 20 something of them just to get you started. Um and he said two minutes into the game, it just fucking crashes. It won't work. And then he had another game he was playing and it kept crashing. And he called Sony and they said, we'll send it in. And I am i mean, I was playing No Man's Sky like a, a, a stupid amount. That's what I've been addicted to, like a little kid on Minecraft or whatever. But uh, And it crashed a lot a couple days ago, but then they released a, an update. And it's been right. pretty fucking stable. You know? So like, I don't know. I don't know if his games are just unstable or if he really has a defected. But it sounded like he's like every single time he launched the game. At like the two minute mark, it fucking crashed. Except, I guess, the Astros Playroom game. So he was like, So I guess I won't give a, you know, this is actually one day he texted me, I'm like, Oh, what game should I get? What I miss out on the PS4? And, you know, I was giving him recommendations. And then the next day, I'm like, Yeah, so I'm sending my PlayStation into Sony. I was like, Oh, that fucking sucks. Damn. Like, um, sucks for sure. And it's weird, uh, listening to a bunch of video game podcasts because it comes up about the people getting like me that got the disc version of, uh, the PlayStation in a discless box when I ordered a, a discless one and uh, people on podcasting, like, I think it's all people on the internet being fake. It's all fake photos of all. And it's just so funny hearing people have this thought on very popular podcast, you know, they have hundreds of thousands of listens. And I'm like, I'm one of those people. Right. And why, how, how would I fake it? Go buy, but I guess you could think if you bought both and then you, for some reason we're like, Oh, look what happened. But I don't think it's worth that. I don't think anyone. I ain't done got enough shit. money to buy both. Right. So I ain't I, got enough money to buy one. I think it's funny when I just hear people on that side when, you know, and I'm sure it's like this kind of like a fucking huge tangent, like Alex Jones Infowars back in the day on the Sandy Hook shootings. He'd be like, those are fucking actors. Ain't no kids were killed. Now, if you're one of those parents who your kid was killed in a fucking school shooting and there's this dude on the Internet screaming that kid doesn't exist, they, you know, it would fucking infuriate. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, so like this is like the uh, the most light version of that. It's me having this disc version of PS5 that came in a box. People are like, I don't know. I don't think that's real. It's like, okay, well, uh, I now I can't trust anything this podcaster says because I I know it is real. Right. Um so anyway, hopefully Rusty gets a PS5 that works soon. Uh, because like I said, I've been liking it a lot. I'm sure I'll talk about it more on the episode of Kubi because I always do. But I've been playing the fuck out of No Man's Sky. Almost when I'm, at first I was kind of like, I shouldn't be playing this game because it's an old game, you know, fucking came out like 2013 or some shit. Maybe not quite that long ago, like 2016, maybe. Um, I loved it at the time. Platinum on PS4. Everyone else hated on it. If you don't know what it is, it's like a space fucking game. Well, it's like a, you explore planets and shit and you get in your spaceship. You can fly up into space and all of a sudden you're in space and you go over to this planet. And you land on that planet. And it's a whole fucking world. And it's, it's fucking unreal when you're playing it. You're like, how the fuck is this even a real fucking game? Um but there was a lot of shortcomings with it. They've done nothing but update it for years and years and years. And then they have a new Xbox and a PS five version of it. Uh, we're like, it's probably the best graphics of any game I've played. Like, it's like, Holy fuck. They really like 
Damn. They did some shit to this, right? And it kept crashing because I had it set onto like the 120 frames per second mode or some shit. I didn't realize it. And it was just trying to like be fucking awesome all the time. And then it kept crashing my system. Um, but it looks really fucking good. And it's, uh, like I said, I feel weird playing because I beat it before on the PS4. I'm like, I shouldn't waste my time with it, but it is almost like a whole new game. You know, they added where you can build bases and you have like little exo craft ships, like a little four wheeler looking motherfucking thing you can go around your planet on. And like before, I would just, you know, go to a planet land, mine some gold, get my spaceship, sell it, next fucking solar system. R- rinse and repeat until uh. you get to the center. And then you're like, all right, I beat it. I'm at the center of the game. That was the whole goal. But this time, there's like these other paths of like make a base. So I keep going back because I have a teleporter there to the first planet I was on where I b- built my right. base. And I've explored like that whole planet on the off because they'll be like oh check out this shit you know they give you little missions on your little home planet uh and it's like oh this is pretty fucking cool and there's just uh a lot more to it and then like i said it's kind of like minecraft i never played minecraft but i know that game they you like combine shit to craft things yeah and so like that's a big part of this they're like oh i want to you got to get sodium nitrate and then this other shit you combine them when it makes this you need them to make this other fucking fancy shit so all that happens it's basically a game of fucking collect shit and then you can build shit and then there's spaceships. And somehow, something about that, I played it nonstop Tuesday. Like, from the moment I woke up until <laughs> the moment I went to sleep. And Kubi was like, probably never, le- has never been less attracted to me than the day I was just like, just, I'm, I'm fucking no man skying it. It's my spaceship. And I was trying to explain to her shit I was doing. And she was like, okay, well, awesome. <laughs> I'm like, but listen, I gotta go get copper. Because copper... You need that shit to make, I guess, the wiring. I don't know, but you need it for this other shit. And she's like, okay. Damn. <laughs> so I had, I lost her a little bit. Hell yeah. So I thought I would share that with you. Um, I got a deep freeze. My parents brought me one of those when they showed up. Hell yeah. Because they've been for years being like, you need a deep freeze. Because I don't know, you might be this type of adult. Adults like to talk about meat prices. I'm like, well, how much you pay per pound of this shit? And I'd be like, I don't fucking know. And my dad used to be a butcher. So I guess it's probably more prevalent for him to think about it. And uh, I'd be like, I go every week and I buy whatever I need for the week that's on my fucking list. And honestly, I don't even pay that much attention how much per pound it is because it is what it is. I know what I'm fucking cooking. Like, I want to do the fucking debate against somebody how much I'm going to pay for it. Like, to me, it doesn't matter. But to them, they're like, yeah, you get a good fucking deal and throw your deep freeze and you got all these. You know, and you're like, well, I don't have one of these free. So they showed up with this itty bitty, but exactly what I needed. It's like this uh, five cubic feet right. deep freeze. Well, yeah, one of those. And uh, so I've put some meat in there and ice cream. So I love ice cream. So now I got to start looking at meat prices. And I got to be like, ooh, I got to find the good meat prices, put them in the deep freeze. And my father in law hopefully kills a deer and gives us some again soon so that I can keep that yeah. in the deep freeze. I don't know how much it costs because my wife does the shopping. Right. See, I, yeah, I don't know what any fucking prices are. And then I know t- people are always like, go to Brewitz, it's worth it. But I go there, I'm like, it's way fucking expensive. And then people are like, Abbott's, you know, for sure. Like, I know you suggest it. It's like, I'm not, I'm not a rich person. Like, that's not, some people recommend you some shit where you're like, well, that's just out of my price range. Like, I can't fucking do that shit. Um, but I know people love it. Yeah. So I don't know, man. We was uh, going to go get meat. Like, tried to go when the pandemic started and, they like damn near one and a half times the normal price. I was like, nah. Yeah, I remember you told me that. It was crazy. I thought about these online meat subscription services. I don't know if you're familiar with like, I know Skinny, maybe it was last year or the year before, he brought me over some Omaha steaks because right. I guess he had extras or whatever. And they were fucking awesome. I was like, oh, man, these are really good. Um, and then I know there was like a butcher box. You know, I've heard some others yeah. on podcasts listen to. Um so maybe that would be the future. Cause honestly, some meats around here, it's like, it kind of fucking sucks. Right. It's not always the best. Um, I have been listening to lots of podcasts or new podcasts. Cause I ran out of my normal ones. You know, I listen to a lot of Bill Simmons and shit like that. Video game podcasts, but people kind of take off Thanksgiving time period. It seems. And, uh, I've caught up on some old podcasts. I really wanted to get into. So, Malcolm Gladwell is this author um, who's super awesome. I like him on every podcast he's a guest on. And so he has this one called Revisionist History. And I went back and listened to those. And they're just fucking a podcast about a random event. So like the third episode I just listened to, 
um, is about Wilt Chamberlain and his 100-point game. And the thing that people don't really know about Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game is he shot underhand free throws in that game because that was the one year that he committed to making free throws, and he knew he had to shoot underhanded to do it. And that's how he scored 100 points. He made fucking 28 goddamn free throws from the line, and he's normally like a 40% free throw shooter. Except this one year, he shot underhand, and he got up to like 80%. But he said he looked like a sissy and wasn't cool, so he wasn't going to do it. And then, so this whole the whole idea of this episode, the third one of this original history, is like, how would someone who has all the evidence in the world that it works, that he would be a better basketball player, more likely to win games, but would not do it, just because he doesn't want to not look, look, it's fucking, it's crazy, right? And then they interview Rick Barry, who's the guy who always shot underhanded and was a career 98% free throw shooter. And he's like, everyone gives me shit, but guess what? I made them. Like, I don't, I don't see how you give me shit if I make, and I'm like, it was just so fascinating on how like these two perspectives where everyone would say, basically Rick Barry made the most he could with his life, with his talent. He got every drop out of it, right. you know, whereas a Wilt Chamberlain got all the fucking talent in the world. But it was too much to ask him to fucking make free throws. You know, and it was just really uh, fascinating. I well, so. wonder how many of his games was base was uh, determined by free throws. Right. Who, who knows? I mean, I know he didn't, he didn't win very many finals, not as many as he should have. Right. Um, and, and Shaq was the same way. I mean, Shaq, Shaq was terrible at the line. Yeah. And it's like proven through physics. It was like 40% the better way. Yeah. 40, 45. They're very, Wilt and Shaq were very similar type players. Uh, Wilt was probably more athletic because uh, he was like a track star. You know, I mean, and Shaq got kind of big. All the big people in the post at the time were fucking skinny. <clears throat> and here comes Shaq, a big 300 pound, but he's also fucking seven foot tall. Right. And I mean, he was just. Well, Magic Shaq can handle it. And if he came in the league now, he would probably would have stayed skinnier, maybe. Um, but whenever he got like his Lakers, like just put on the weight because right. it, I don't know, I think it hurt him probably in the long run. Um, I'm sure it hurt his body, his joints. You know, if he could have right. stayed athletic and, and, leaner i'm sure yeah because he was a uh, pretty uh skinny when he came in and yeah. then like he just blew up let's go watch blue chips for fucking <laughs> best shack in my opinion um and then also listen to the nerdiest of the podcast not only nerdy i don't know what history history nerd whatever that fucking version is um i'm not i don't really care much about history i mean i care about it i don't know much about history i wasn't one of those people like fucking pay attention to history classes it was taught by coaches in in oklahoma and i was like oh you don't fucking know bro you're fucking anyway i ain't trying to hate too much but uh i never really got into history where other people be like that's my favorite subject i'm like you care about fucking learning about the goddamn revolutionary war again because that's what happened you start at the revolutionary war every time and they would go as long as they could and then the next year they start back at the revolutionary war goes on the, maybe i'm the only one that remembers that way but to me that's how i remember it um so anyway, uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History is this old ass podcast. It's been around for like six, seven, eight years, something like that, maybe more. And he has this. Uh, I went back as far as I could to the ones that were available. There are some that are so old. I go to download them. It says they're not available on the server anymore. So I don't even know how they're listed. But anyway, I started with um, the blueprint for Armageddon. It's what I'm currently listening to. Each episode is like four hours long or some shit Damn. or three, something like that. And uh, it's basically... World War One. I. I think it may eventually get into World War Two as well, but I don't really know shit about World War One. Right? I think it's a big fucking knowledge gap in most people because World War Two is such a big deal with Nazis, you know, and everyone talks about non-black World War One. You're like, I don't even know the fuck why it started or anything. So so far, I think I'm about six hours into this fucking history of World War One and how all that happened. And apparently, the original German army uh, from World War One were just some fucking badasses. Like they make the second world war army look kind of weak in comparison of like military strategy just the hitler people were more cruel you right. know? so they had like this evil bad guy stuff but they weren't quite as like militaristically cunning it seems but anyway um pretty interesting shit i learned that world war one started because this bismarck guy from germany he made all these european countries sign all these fucking treaties and basically to where if one ever went to war with another one it would pull the pin and never be a fucking world war and that was the whole point because he thought it would never come to that because no one would want that and then that's basically how world war one started because these people uh these doofus of assassins the way it sounds they failed their assassination attempt and then they went to a, ba- a cafe to get a sandwich and then there the prince that they were supposed to assassinate showed up and they killed him there and then all hell broke loose and fucking you know world war one happened um and then this dan carlin dude just goes into so much detail of like but what you have to understand about 
the 1919 German people is. And then he goes in and about fucking 50 years of previous shit. And it just is like tangent off of tangent to where it's pretty interesting, but also it's like so much information. It's, it's hard to, to fathom. Like he'll say shit of like Alexander, the Great's uh, army, you know, was like one of the best ever, but it was like 50,000 men. And it's like, that's nothing. Like by the time even the 1900s come, like they have like a million men in these armies, you know, through the Napoleon wars and shit and how like it used to be the privatized armies, like the Kings paid. So like, that's why the armies were small. And then all of a sudden when you got democracy or you got state governments um, that were now going to fund defense, they could just pay so many more people right than back when it was just some guy throwing money out of a, his treasury so anyway it was really fascinating if anyone everyone's a nerd out on some shit because you have nothing else to listen to um dan carlin's hardcore history it actually sounds pretty interesting right it, it's one of those things like when you're just a kid you know if you're in history class you're like this sucks but as an adult listening you're doing this you're like well hell yeah it's kind of like you it was the coaches you, they gave you the definitions on monday you went over the definitions on tuesday they gave you a list of questions on Wednesday. You went over them on Thursday. You took a test on Friday. Yeah. Come Monday, repeat. Yeah, it's exactly exactly how it would happen. So I think Dan Collin has another one. And, you know, he goes in different. I know he like loves Genghis Khan. So I know he has one series. It's all about Genghis Khan and how that, how he fucking was the militaristically. Yeah, because like, supposedly a he killed more people than Hitler, right? Uh. I believe so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I believe he killed more people than anybody. Uh, but there's also a lot of Asian people. You know, like, so in a way, he, he, there were more to kill <laughs> in that way. Wow. Um, I want to say guns were invented to stop Genghis Khan. I could be wrong, but I want to say fucking the Chinese had to, because Genghis Khan, when he overtook China, I haven't listened to a podcast on this yet, uh, and then was on the other side of the Great Wall, there, China was like, fuck. <laughs> we built this wall and now he, he's there on the other side of it. Wasn't so, he a big dude though? Uh, no, he wasn't that big uh, because he killed anybody taller than him. That's why Asian men and Chinese men are so short uh, now is because genetically he killed off all those trees of tall Chinese men. Well, Yao Ming got tall because some communist government started like hooking up all the tallest people in the world until they made Yao Ming in a fucking lab and no one fucking not in a lab, but like through selective breeding of fucking citizens, right. which is fucking crazy. Then just Glosses of everyone glosses over that shit. Um, anyway, I don't remember what the fuck it's I was like arranged marriages, yeah. Shit. Oh, so they made guns to fucking shoot them motherfuckers on a wall with fireworks and shit, and that was more or less how guns. Ah. Um, and then Dan Carlin's hardcore starts about like machine guns become a big play, and then people were like, you know, fucking just killing massive amounts of people, and people would just fucking run up in their fucking lawns and get sprayed down with machine guns because they before this they had run out there with their fucking swords and shit, right. and how it's like the world was different. And then fucking Germany in World War One, uh, a cannon, I guess, in like the Civil War is like eight hundred pounds or some shit, twelve hundred pounds maybe. And then the one they showed up to uh, at this fort in World War One was one aiming one ball was two thousand pounds and it shot. Damn. And then they were like, holy fuck. And we're just putting fucking holes through these forts and shit. And no one even knew Germany had them until World War One happened. Like they've been secretly making these mega fucking weapons. And then they're like, oh, yeah, motherfuckers. And they pulled out some shit. And so it's like, yeah, they're the bad guys. But they did do some crazy shit, according to fucking Dan Carlin's hardcore history. All right. Um, Damn. So anyway, if anyone wants to nerd out on some shit, I recommend it. World War One Germany, huh? Yeah. Um. All right, my last thing is live resin. So we're definitely big fans of the concentrates and the dabs around here. You know, we, we normally are all about it. And I will say lately, I do think live resin um, is the best. Like I have some sugar here as well. Sugar seems to be like the most pop, the most commonly available, not right. popular, but like that's the one you see everywhere and shit. And that's why we're talking about a dispensary that never have good shits because all they have is sugar for the most part. Right. And it's like, well, I don't necessarily always want that. Um, but last week I came across some live resin. Um, I know you like a lot. It was the same price as all the other shit. And I was like, well, fuck yeah, let's try it. And I got in the first dab, I was like, oh, it's so when fucking I good. actually find live resin, I'm so tickled pink. Right. I was like, oh, you know, because usually you ask for it and they show you the sugar and right. other shit. Yeah. So I don't even know what it's all called. They have all fucking kind of names for it. Uh, what was this shit the other day? It was some fucking sci-fi sounding ass shit. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? Like. I don't know. Cosmic candy or right. It, so uh I don't know how live resins made compared to the rest. You know, I haven't looked into any of that shit, but I think part of what makes it feel like it hits harder 
is because it also smells super dank as fuck. Whereas in some concentrates don't really smell. You know, like you'll hit them and you're like, oh, it's kind of just gone or whatever. Um, but the ones that like also still smell like weed, you're like, oh yeah, that's like the real shit. Oh, that's yeah. how I feel about it anyway. But I'm sure there are people out there that would prefer the stuff that doesn't smell. But to me, when I'm like, oh, I just did a dab and the whole house smells. I'm like, hell oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. how you do it was a good one. Yeah. The one that fucking just takes me into the next three or four hours. Hell yeah. Right. Man, uh, I, I got this off like a flower bowl the other day, but I still think the best thing in the world, and this is just because I'm an addict or whatever, but uh, is a head changer hit. Just when you take a hit. And then uh, it may be just because of the lack of oxygen. You know, it might not even have anything to do with weed. I don't know. But there are some times when you take a hit and all of a sudden you get like lightheaded for a second. Hell yeah. You get like vertigo for just like a brief second. You're like, fuck. And like, yes. that is honestly for the last, well, I guess it's been 14, 15 years now. That is like the best part of my life. <laughs> like, yeah, not that's the ultimate part. Like when you hit that moment, you're like, that's what I needed. Yeah. Well, and the other day it's been so long. It felt like since it didn't happen, then it hit me. And I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, it, was like, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I forgot. These I'm things back. Happen. Hell yeah. So and then I was like, I'm playing some No Man's Sky all fucking day. <laughs> and no doubt about it. Um, all right, that's about all I've, Oh, I also listened to a podcast, started one uh, called Nice White Parents. And it's about the public school system in New York City. It's made by NPR. They put it underneath the serial podcast uh, feed. So that's how I came across it. And um, pretty fucking interesting. Now, if here's the first episode, more or less, there's five of them. I'm only on the second one. But the first episode is basically there's a school in New York City and uh, they're in danger of being shut down, you know. And then these French kids, like these people of French descent that live in New York City, they want to put all their white French kids in a school that has French and it's being harder to find schools that have it. Right. So they basically all enroll their kids in this one school. They were like all fucking Puerto Rican and black kids. And then uh, through that, one of the parents is a philanthropist and uh, as like a normal profession. And he was like, let me do some fundraising. And if I raise $50,000, that'll give you a whole French program. Right. And then the dude does it or, you know, or goes out and starts making all this money. And then these PTA parents are all pissy and I, you can tell I'm kind of sound on the side of the fucking philanthropy uh, that they're like, well, why we normally get to say what happens with the money, you know, because they need new gym clothes or new textbooks, whatever. And then this guy's like, we enrolled here with the understanding we wanted a French program because our kids are from like we're French. And y'all didn't have this money if I didn't fucking exist. Bring it in. You know, he didn't say that shit, but that's how I view it. And it's like, huh, it is interesting. But it is also like these white people kind of overtook these people's school. And then so all of a sudden, these kids that don't, you know, they speak like Arabic, some at home, or they might speak Spanish or whatever. They're now having to take after school programs that are only in French. And then the kids that fucking speak French at home or have been in fucking private schools their whole life. You know, they're just excelling in these programs while the other kids that never fucking took French because they didn't fucking know anything about it till this year. And it's like, huh, that is really fucking it. Like, it's just crazy. Look at it. And then the second episode, it's looking at this exact same school when it first got built like 50 years ago. All these white people came out and they wanted it built where it was because they said they wanted diversity. They wanted their kids to go to school with black kids and other kids. But then whenever the shit hit the fan and like the school was built, no fucking white people put their kids in school there. But like they threw a big fit to get it made. You know, like, and so I think more or less the series of this is how like well-intentioned nice white people in new york city anyway kind of end up fucking it over for other people through like some gentrification means you know like they're always like no we're just gonna make it better but it's like no you're just gonna take it and then it's yours and then i so it's it's pretty interesting now i only know one person from new york city and that's minx who was on the podcast last week so the whole time i listened to it because she's a black woman in new york city with a you know interracial (laughs) child and uh i was like yeah i wonder how like her kids were going to be at school sometime and I even like they fucking like take tours of schools and who, where they're going to put their kids. Like that's something where we live. You go to the school in your school district. Well, I see that shit on, on movies, but I know. And we're like, uh, you go to school where the fuck you live. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> like, that's crazy to me. Um, I even see where they try to misalign districts so they can get their kid on a certain football team. You know? Right. I mean, I remember one of my best friends moved to another school's senior year, but they had to move like the semester because there were weird transfer rules. And I I think they've actually changed some of those now. There used to be weird like you had to move in one semester before if you wanted to play sports or something. So they had moved kids in like in the spring to try to get them on to play in the fall. Be some P.O. box addresses and shit or some like fucking 
rental houses from some fucking booster club guy or something. Uh, and that was what me and Kubi kept saying. We listened to this podcast because we were listening our way down to Antlers. And uh, I was like, yeah, in Oklahoma, it's called a booster club. They have some of the PTA fundraising. And I was like, well, that doesn't really happen here. And it's like a booster club exists for whatever thing they want. And then they just buy it. Right. Like there is no like here school. Now you do it like they'll just fucking do that shit. I know how to get money out of people. Right. Well, and, you know, I, I hate a lot on this, uh, at least I don't know on this podcast, say, but I think the amount that adult men care about high school football is unreal um, in hindsight. You know, like like you don't ever think about high school football. Right, like how often does that fucking no. cross your mind? And you loved football. Yes. But like I remember being in high school and there were like adult men. Who cared a great like fucking Friday Night Lights shit? Right, you know, and you're like looking back, I'm like, what the they're fuck still, was that? And they're still, still they're all over the place, right? And it blow it just blows my mind. Like they care a great deal about high school sports. I'm like, huh? It's real. It's I mean, weird I like to see them do good, but I don't, you know, ask off every Friday night to go right follow the bus to the Longhorn game. It's very odd. It's very odd. Like I don't. I mean, I guess everyone can be a fan of what they want, but I do think it's it's different. I don't, yeah. I don't know how to worded at the moment but it's been on my mind of like man there are just people that care and it's really because school uh you know went to distance learning and they had to forfeit uh their game because they had some kids out of quarantine but they were trying to pay chicken with the other school to see who was going to forfeit the playoff game and then they waited like fucking 30 minutes before the bus left i'm like fire fuck we'll call it because we don't have enough kids and i was like this is so fucking stupid and then people were pissed that they had to call it when i'm like they don't even have kids to fucking man a team what are you talking about and then another thing if everyone wore their mask and kept their kids fucking quarantined and not let them all fucking go shoot the shit together, then guess what? You probably wouldn't have been, you would have been able to keep fucking playing. But no, everyone's like, it don't matter to me. And it's like, well, kind of bitch in the ass. I don't know. Right. That's how I viewed it. Um, yeah. So that's why I've been thinking about football, high school football. It's because people care a great deal in the community we're in at this moment. I'm like, I don't even think about any high school shit ever. And I work there. And right. I don't even need, to, it doesn't even cross my mind. No, so, not usually. Anyway. High school was just, you know, it was a part of life. <coughs> right. I'm glad it's over. I'll say that. It wasn't all bad. I mean, it, it was cool, but it ain't nothing. Right. I don't want to act like I had a horrible experience. Yeah. I mean, I was. I had a good time, but. I was a part of, I guess, whatever the cool, cool group of our grade, you uh, know, right. or whatever us core guys. Um, But by the time it was time to leave, I was fucking ready to go. I was like, I can't and i don't really think a lot of people liked me by the time i was time to go i don't think a lot of people like me now that's kind of keep to myself i'm like i, I want the people much. that come over like me you know people like me can like me i ain't gonna go out there and try to make friends with everybody right i pretty much got what i got at this point i ain't trying to go out to dinner with people or nothing right. like that i got skinny to crawl under my house <laughs> hang on top of it and do he's like my handyman friend um yeah. and then uh you know the podcast guest people and then Koopy basically calls the shots, basically, who gets to come over these days. Seems to be. So. Hell yeah. Um, we will see. All right, man. I don't really think I have much else. Hopefully, we talked long enough that whoever was listening felt like they got their their money's worth. Hell yeah. Which they should, because you didn't pay anything for it. Well, happy uh, Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. And then Christmas is coming up. My next thing is uh, I'm, I've been trying so hard not to buy 4K TV. That's been my other thing this week. Uh, they got all these fucking Black Friday sales and shit. But then half these 4K TVs are selling at Walmart and Black Friday. Look them up, and they're not even 4K. They're fucking lower resolution. They just call them 4K, and I'm like, mm, oh no. And then I went and looked at them in fucking person the other day, and these fucking Samsung ones look so fucking good compared to all the rest. And then today I get a message of that's the one on sale today if you buy it today. And I was like, I want to spend 450 dollars today on a fucking 65 inch 4K TV. Uh-huh. And I was like, I kind of do. But then I text Coopy, and she was like, You really think you should? I was like, No, I'm wait till I. After Christmas, see if any uh, family members want to give us money, because that's the thing that sometimes happens. And um, also, from what I understand, the best deals for TV is actually right before the Super Bowl, like in January, because they're trying to get out those because they want the new best ones out at Super Bowl, because a lot of people, a lot of rich people buy new TVs then. So you can get the best deals typically in January. So I'm trying real hard to wait until after Christmas. But now that I have this PS5 and I can do 4K and I'm like, well, then I want a goddamn TV that has 4K. I feel right. like that just makes sense. Um, but it might be a big waste of money. Maybe. Maybe I might need glasses. I'm like, I don't, it doesn't even matter because so, I can't even see that clear. Yeah. Um, but that is where I'm at. Um, all right. Well, peace, man. All right. Peace.